Welcome to Sell Like You, the ultimate sales podcast that will teach you how to make sales your superpower, transform your mindset, and in doing so, explode your sales beyond your wildest dreams. I'm Harriet Meller, and over the last 17 years, I've helped hundreds of top companies around the world, including my own, make more money and qualify more leads using simple strategies that work. In this podcast, you'll learn how I generated over 10 million in annual sales, along with the sales techniques, processes, and tools that will work for you to generate more dream-aligned clients and scale your business beyond what you thought was possible. If you're sick of the boring, outdated, and pushy sales tactics of the past, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sell Like You with me, Harriet Meller. And today's episode is about data. Now, before you switch off and say, this is a load of rubbish, I'm not going to listen to someone talk about sales data. It's important. It's really important. And it's a way that you are going to be able to to scale your business effectively, to grow your sales conversions, to grow the opportunities available to you to support your team. And without data, we just keep building on our direction or the way that someone else is going, or we're taking information that's maybe not relevant to our industry or to what it is that we're actually trying to do. And so when we think about data in our business, there's so many areas where we can capture data from, as well as data about our industry or about our ideal client's industry or about other people similar to what you're doing today, sharing their insights. And so what we need to think about is that there's so much data out there. Often we're put off for actually going out and going after what it is that we need because there's so much information. It's that data fatigue because where do we start? Where do we stop? What do we listen to? What do we not listen to? And so it's about really understanding what data to review and to consider versus the data that maybe will help you make better decisions in your business. And so when we think about data, we're looking at the tools and the information that we're capturing on a daily basis. So there's going to be data in our inboxes. There's going to be data in our CRMs. There's going to be data across LinkedIn. There's going to be data that our clients are sharing with us, as well as maybe what our accounts are telling us, maybe what our financial advisors are telling us. Now, only 53% of businesses are using their data to make decisions. And I find this crazy because for us as salespeople, our job is to provide information and to educate our prospects so that they can make data-driven decisions. And if we are not yet doing the same about how we make decisions or how you're making a decision in your business, we're missing a crucial part that could be the difference between achieving your target and missing your target. And so when we look at the data within our tools, within our CRMs, often our CRMs are quite convoluted. Okay, they are full of steps and no salesperson wants to fill out the notes and set up the next activity and fill out the pipeline review and put our percentages in because salespeople are untamed beasts. And so we need to be able to manage that, but also educate the salespeople in why having that data is important, how it will help them to identify more opportunities, to convert more opportunities into paying clients. 
And so it's not just about creating data-driven decisions, but a data-driven culture. And so when your employees, whether that be in sales or any other department, understand the importance of data and we collectively bring that together, we will be so much more powerful. When we look at sales and marketing, my job often is bridging that gap or helping organizations to bridge that gap between what the marketing effort is and what sales are trying to do. They're often going off in different directions on their own journey, not complementing one another, and we're missing a trick. But if data captured from marketing is not being shared with the sales team so that the sales team can leverage it, we're missing a huge opportunity. Same thing within our organization is that if the accounts team are identifying a certain way that our clients are paying and that's not being shared back with the sales team for how we can provide a better onboarding service, we're going to potentially lose clients or increase the cost of doing business. And so when the team collectively are aware of the data and they're sharing that data, what the people on the ground may be uncovering will support sales and marketing and vice versa. Now, you may be familiar with a guy called Grant Cardone, and he talks about doing the maths for anything within your business, especially in sales. And he talks about where do you want to get to and reverse engineer that. And it's all about numbers. And I actually really like that process. I'm a numbers kind of girl. However, if we don't understand the numbers, we can't utilize the data to make those decisions. And so when we're considering the numbers and the information being provided to us, we need to look at areas where we can capture that so that we can provide automation for the team so that it's not all heavily reliant on humans because we know that humans make mistakes. We are only human. And so with that, consider the tools that you are using, review whether there are any automation tools that will support and consider using them. Consider how you're going to capture and collect data. Consider how it's going to be reviewed. Who's going to review it? And how often is that going to be reviewed? So thinking about that, coming up with a plan will help you make better decisions. But coming back to how we can be informed, there is information at our fingertips everywhere. On another episode, I talk about LinkedIn and language, and that really links in with gathering information from our our prospects and our existing clients, maybe being aware of frequently asked questions or misconceptions or reviews, and leveraging that to be able to connect with our clients in a different way. That's capturing data and doing something with it. There are so many ways across our sales process where we can do that, but we have to slow down. We have to take stock of what we have at our fingertips and work out how we can use it. The same thing goes for if we're looking at data that is totally irrelevant, that's not having an impact on our business or on our teams. Let's stop using that data. Let's stop looking at that data because it's not relevant. It's not having a relevant impact on where you need to go. And so I'm not giving you really any answers in this podcast, but I'm more posing a review opportunity for how you are capturing data and what you are doing with it and who's responsible for it. Because there is so much data going on usually in our heads within the team that's not being captured that means then when they leave the business, they leave with all of this beautiful information and this beautiful data in there. So I would consider this. Make note of all the systems where you are capturing data Make a note of all the people that will be aware of data or capturing information and language and problems and challenges. And think about how you can bring that together in a non-intrusive way, 
regularly, but not weekly. I really would not recommend weekly. Something along the lines of quarterly, I think would be really suitable for this type of exercise. And bring it in and make it an emphasis point where everybody needs to bring something to the table. Find areas that you can automate data so that you can support your team in a meaningful way, not just providing them with more and more and more information that they've no idea how to handle. I hope this is giving you some food for thought around data and so that you can make better data-driven decisions within your business and for your team. One of the ways that I provide support around data is looking at a sales audit. A sales audit will give you the data that you need about what's working in your sales team across the board, whether that be inbound, whether that be outbound, or whether that be um, the forms of communication, whether it be email or phone call, etc. Looking at the type of communication that's being used, I can highlight the strengths, the weaknesses and the areas for improvement aka opportunities, so that you can be provided with a really succinct report that provides you with the data that you need to make a decision as to where to focus your time, your investment for development. It will also give you an idea of where you need to focus for the existing team to implement some of those quick wins right away. If you're looking to make better data-driven decisions, then I highly recommend a sales audit. I'll pop the details in the show notes should you wish to find out more or schedule a call and I'd be really happy to walk you through the process and share with you some of the examples for what we've been able to create for the clients based on the reporting capabilities from your sales co. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you now start thinking about data in a different way. I'd love to hear what you think about this episode and others. You can leave reviews as well as share this with your peers should you believe that this would help them similar to the way it's helped you. Thank you for having me in your ears today and happy selling. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you haven't already, make sure you hit follow or subscribe because I guarantee you won't want to miss next week's episode. 